Listener discretion is advised. Beautiful people, this is shit you might have missed on Flash Black Radio. I am Da Vinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett the Third, and with me live in the studio I have T Rich, aka my allergies are on one hundred, and um, K Savage. Maybe that explains the cough I've been having. Yeah, the allergies are ridiculous. Is that your whole name? Okay. It is this week. Okay. Yeah, Fine. this that's week cool. has been this week has been horrible. Whatever you want your name to be, that's hey, that's you. How you self-identify? That's cool. The wind has been whipping shit around. Yeah, true indeed. Night in the rain. Yeah, it's been, yeah. Like, it's been yeah. a lot going on. Uh, we do not currently have Mr. Slim Williams. What? <laughs> but the hope is that's shocking. The hope is that Slim will be able to drop in. We'll see what's up uh, with that uh, by the end of the show, one way or the other. Now, won't we? But uh. Uh, today's date is May 7th, 2017, and uh, some interesting things happened this past week. I guess we can get started talking about well, that. Well, before we dig into the weeds, All right. let me just, uh, this weekend, you the real MVP, one Miss Savannah Tomlinson, who's a 17-year-old from Port St. Lucie, Florida, and in the yearbook... Her quote was, anything is possible when you sound Caucasian on the phone. Savannah's a black girl, just in case you all didn't figure that That out. That is awesome. It is awesome. It's all things amazing. And yeah, you're the real MVP this week, Savannah Tomlinson. (laughs) Love you, girl. No, because that's true as fuck. <laughs> at, at some point, we're gonna actually have to like pin you down on one of these because I you got a you got be. a different one every like week. It's like like, uh, but that's the beautiful part about it. True, but like I kind of like your raggedy that relative. One. I I I, I, I kind of like that one though. The like, raggedy like, relative. Live, no, the real, oh. real MVP. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like real men of genius. Like, like <laughs> real men of genius. Yeah, I like that. Well, see, this way, if I change it up every week, it keeps people on their toes. That's like, cool. What is she going to do? However you feel about it. But actually, I like that one. It's, it's very pithy, you know. And yeah, I it, it resonated right here. Right here. Right here. So just remember that, boys and girls. Anything is possible when you sound Caucasian on the phone. And uh, I, I think we all know that. how to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know how to do that. Why? Yes. Because we came from a certain... Certain age. Middle classness. It's revelatory when you show up oh. and sound white and your name is Christy Hunt. And they'd be like, oh, I'm not sure. Are you the, are you in the right place, ma'am? Are you I that am. Christy Hunt? I am. Oh. <laughs> I you am. Know, we, we had two Christy Hunts call. We just didn't know. Mm. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Oh, Shout out to Code oh. Switching. It's awesome. Indeed. Um, so, I guess we can talk about a couple, couple few things. You gonna dive in? Dive in. Dive in. Don't dive too deep. That might be a pre-existing condition. Well, that was actually what I was gonna talk about. Well, of course so. you were. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything else really to talk about from in terms of political shit that happened, other than 
the complete and utter, just like what the what the fuckness? Yes, of the and and the the vitriol lab that was done after. Yeah, were they so, drinking beers in the rose garden? I don't know. I don't know. Were, were they? Thank you. Uh, I don't know. That that's that would be completely uh, a bunch of white men with erectile dysfunction. Yeah, they celebrated the bill. You know, it's a big deal for them. And Orange Aid was like, "Yeah, we won. Can you believe it? I'm president." I was like, "I'm gonna need you to stop saying that Girl. shit." Stop I, I, I thought it. I thought I didn't know it'd be this difficult. <laughs> like really, like the fact that so we could talk about that too. But all right, so. What we're discussing, just in case this is a time capsule one day and people are like, yo, what are they talking about? Well, we're talking about the House passing the bill for the American Health Care Act. Not to be confused with the, excuse me, the Affordable Health Care Act. Not to be confused with the, it was no, American, American Health Care American Act. American Act, I'm sorry. Not to be confused with the Affordable Care Act. Uh, the American Health Care Act uh, is something that the Republicans put forth. And not at all the fuck affordable. Yeah, um, that completely, uh, not completely, but by and large undoes the gains that we we got from the Affordable Care Act. Now, let's be clear. Um, we've been on the show, We I think we've all been documented saying on the show that there are things within the Affordable Care Act that could be better and could be improved. So by no means are we saying that the Affordable Care Act was perfect and was without flaw, but at the same time, if something is in place and it is working and it is benefiting millions of Americans like the Affordable Care Act was, it seems like the more sensible thing to do instead of being complete dickheads and douchebags would be to just kind of, you know, fix the shit, you know, like, you know, find some areas that needed to be enhanced or improved and do that. But then let's not repeal something and then not have anything to replace it with. And that's the other part of it. So. They voted to pretty much repeal the Affordable Care Act that was implemented by Barack Obama and his administration and re- repeal it and eventually replace it with the uh, American Health Care Act. Um, so what are some of the things that are taken away in the Afford- American Health Care Act um, from the current health care policy? Well, um, about 50 pre-existing conditions. Um There's lots of states that are going to lose federal funding. The one that sticks out because I read it recently was, um, I think, New York is going to lose like, what is it, like $3 billion? And 19,000 people are going to lose their insurance. And the senator, the representative who voted for it, name I can't recall right now. But anyway, he admitted that he didn't read the AHCA. And when they were discussing with him, like, you know, there's going to be all these federal funds that your state is going to lose and all these people aren't going to have insurance. His response was, explain that to me, Um, which felt like maybe someone should have explained that to you before you decided to vote for this bill that you didn't read, that you didn't want to read because. Let's talk about the seven million veterans that are going to lose their health care. No Let's talk about the, the fact that this ain't been scored by the Congressional Budget Office not. at all. And it's so different. It is different enough from the last bill that they tried to pass that it actually needs to be rescored. Let's talk about how they created high risk pools and then threw like $8 billion at that. But it's $20 billion short of what they need. 
um, at least, at least. So um, it's a shit show. And all the sectors of the healthcare industry, nurses, doctors, hospitals, and insurance companies came out and were like, yeah, this is disaster waiting to happen. And that's yeah. crazy when all three of those, like the doctors and nurses are one thing, but when but you the know what insurance ain't happened companies. Yet. Poor white people ain't mad yet, so I ain't tripping. They're getting mad. They're kind of getting mm. mad, which kind of brings mm. up one of the things I wanted to discuss. They're not completely angry yet, but they're mm. some of them are noticing. Sorry, I'm using my phone. So if there's like a little bit of something, um, Representative Paul Labrador from Idaho <laughs> Retriever, um, he held a town hall meeting on Friday to discuss health care. And somebody in the audience stood up and said, you know, you're mandating people on Medicaid to accept dying. And you're making a mandate that will kill people, to which Paul Labrador responded, nobody dies because they don't have access to health care. Excuse me? Repeat that. Quote. Repeat that. This is an actual quote. Nobody dies because they don't have access to health care. Now, at a previous town hall meeting last month, he also stated that he didn't believe it was a right for everyone to have health care. So that's like the shit that we're we're dealing with. Nobody dies because they don't have access to health care, even though it was found that like 42,000 people were dying before ACA. But nobody dies because they don't have access to health care. And if this plan is so great, why did they remove themselves from the- oh, they exempted themselves so yes. they and their staffs could still have access to the Affordable Care Act. Yes, but not the shitty parts that they want everybody else to have access to. Okay. Well, but that's funny because the Office of the Inspector General just found that more than 100 veterans died while waiting for care at the VA hospital in L.A. Lies. Nobody dies because they're they waiting. They got a line. I think, yeah, they, Nobody they got a line under a dies because they don't to to have access to health care. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. So there are so many elements, moving parts when it comes to healthcare. Healthcare is not an easy thing to try to address. Which I, is why I was like, why do you, I'm sorry, I, I jumped right in and cut you cool. off, but I wanted but to make this statement because cool. of what you just said, which is why I also didn't understand why they were like, you know, the ACA is so many pages and it's so thick and it's so big and this is only a couple hundred pages. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, but this is only a couple hundred pages. Like, but if you're dealing with something that is as involved as healthcare, healthcare. shouldn't it be a couple thousand pages? Shouldn't it be longer than a, a Stephen King novel? What bill has ever been short? Well, Ain't that your job? Ain't that what you got staffers for? That's your job. Well, um, like I said, there, there, there are a lot of moving parts. And what we do know is a lot of stuff is being stripped out. So there's something that um, the Republican establishment realized that people were up in arms about. So they decided to keep in the keep your child on your shitty health care plan until they're 26. But there are a couple of things that were removed. So it might be completely fucking irrelevant. Like, for example, um, most people who work a nine to five for a company get group health insurance through their company. But. The company can say, we don't want to carry you, or it could be like, well, we'll carry you, but there's going to be a cap on how much we cover with your health insurance, and then after that cap, then it's on you, partner, deuces. So it's just kind of like, 
So, I mean, the whole purpose, and this is like one of the things that kind of frustrated me when, when it comes to narrative, because um, in the inception of Flash Black, narrative is one of the reasons why I want to do this project um, and this initiative. But um, narrative is extremely important, and I feel like narrative was allowed to be structured on the ACA that we're paying for other people's health care and all that shit. No. What happens is if people do not have health insurance... You're paying for the mini fucking way. Paying for it. You're so paying go for to them. these emergency departments. Yeah, they're gonna overload the system. They're not gonna have the proper coverage. They're gonna make the fucking process of you getting healthcare if you happen to be in in a hospital or trying to get in um in there. More difficult. And more difficult expensive. for you. Um, drug prices are gonna go up. So there's a lot of things that the ACA did. So let's 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 walk through some of the stuff that the ACA did. Uh, they made it so hospitals can't just dick you over in terms of pricing. They made it so there had to be some type of structuring in terms of what shit is going to cost for a particular procedure. So it can't just be some wild variation and aberration in cost. Um, there are other things like the health insurance companies actually had to use the majority of your premiums that you paid towards health services provided to you, which means they can't just use it for insane profits for their own pockets and executive boards and all that shit. But that's out the window now. So... There are a lot of things that are in this new bill, which is kind of scary. <laughs> it's kind of scary, but uh, Jimmy Kimmel was a perfect, I think, microcosm of what's going on. So for those who do not know, and I apologize, I should have, if I was thinking, I would have pulled it up and had it so I could play it for you. But um, talk show host Jimmy Kimmel, uh, his, his newborn son was discovered to have an issue with his heart where he needed to have emergency open heart surgery. Um, and Jimmy Kimmel didn't have to tell anybody about that. He could have left it his family business, but he chose to tell the world about this very personal matter and, and then also made a very good point out of it. He said, you know, um, under the current healthcare plan, um, my child would have been taken care of, but under this new proposed healthcare plan, it would be considered a preexisting condition. I was, he was born with a heart issue. So he didn't ask for that issue. That issue was not his fault. But because he was born with that issue, that's a pre-existing condition, and he would not be covered. Diabetes is a pre-existing condition. Pregnancy is a pre-existing condition. A C-section is a pre-existing condition. Rape. Rape. Um, you know, eye, eye disorders, pre-existing conditions. So, conditions. So, anything that happens to you physically. Unless your dick can't get hard. Oh, then that's not a pre-existing condition, although it's a pre-existing condition. It's just one they chose to look past. Well, because their dicks can't get hard. Mm, yeah. But everybody need a Viagra. Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't have them type of problems. Well, if you do, it's not a pre-existing condition. There were so many jokes out of there. All of them would have got me in trouble. <laughs> Every last maturing. one. Maturing. <laughs> no, that, that's me just trying to avoid, you know, I got to keep a happy house, keep a happy home. And then none of, none of the stuff that I say was going to be appropriate. <laughs> none of it. It would have been hilarious. But then I was like, okay, I got to go home after this. Uh, You're already home. I know. I know. Okay. I'm in home. Yeah, so back to the big time small dicks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there are so many moving parts with with regard to the the AHCA and the things that were basically stripped out. And what I don't I don't like is that there's this 
party line and it, and and Jimmy Kimmel was very very right. He's and when did you know making sure that people had proper coverage and taking care of people become a partisan issue? And something like that shouldn't be partisan. And it's only partisan until it affects you. You know, so all these coal miners that uh 45 said he was going to take care of a lot of those coal miners have a concern with regard to black lung disease and this particular uh bill is not going to cover that the ACA did so um it's all well and good until it hits home and then when it hits home when somebody gets cancer that is now a pre-existing condition and if you're not covered for that pre-existing condition, you're then you're short. Hey, out the ass. Out the ass. And that's one way that they keep people from, you know, ever actually advancing as a family or as an individual is money, yo. Right. But, you know, so many people voted for 45, you know, he's just like us. He's like me. He gets me. He's Bullshit. not he's Bullshit. not at all like you. Because none of y'all fucking had supposedly billions of dollars or billions of dollars in debt, huh? depending upon how you want to look None at of it. you live in a gilded penis. No, I definitely don't live in a gilded penis. None of you have run for public office to advance your private businesses. There is that. And none of you use public office to try to make yourself feel good about your shitty existence. None of you get weekly $3 million vacations paid for by the taxpayers. And none of you get roasted and flambéed by Stephen Colbert. I don't know if y'all saw that monologue. But Stephen Colbert went in. Oh, wait. And then, like, they, he tried to order some investigation to see if what he mm-hmm. said was, like, legal or some shit like that. You know, yeah, 45 so did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. That, that Retaliatory mean. regulations, because, you know, it's too many regulations except for when Stephen Colbert comes for me. And then, is there a regulatory issue here? Yeah. yeah that so, too. you know, just because you're both bigots... You don't have anything else in common with this man. <laughs> Donald Trump is in their minds what they want to be. He's able to say and then do what he wants from the surface. That's what it looks like. Right. But and you're... that's what it is attractive. And that's what we got. And he did a lot of dog whistling, but there's no similarity. And the idea that Donald Trump was going to start taking care of people like, dude, he lived for almost 70 years before he became president. And he showed no indication that he ever gave a a shit about the common man or woman, especially the common woman. Come on. Uh, No. I don't even think he likes his fellow rich people. His fellow rich people don't like him. And because they don't like him, he doesn't like them. Because the way he operates is, and he said this, quote, I like anybody that likes me. I believe that. Which means that this dude is very much like, you know, it's all about his self-esteem. He has very low Mm self-esteem. He has a very big ego, which is not a good mix. that's something a five-year-old would say. Yeah, but that's, he functions like, his vocabulary is like a five-year-old. Huge, big, amazing. Very huge. Bigly. (laughs) Bigly. Everything is very. It's going to be very, very huge. It's going to be the best. It's going to be the best thing that anyone's ever seen. And it's going to be the greatest. And people are going to talk about it and say, it's the best thing ever. And do you stand behind anything? And say, I don't stand behind anything. <laughs> I say. Yeah. Like, like, really? So, like, again. Sometimes I just talk. Yeah. So, the idea of, of, of 45 and what um, these Republicans did, I would strongly suggest for anybody listening i don't care 
how you self-identify, I would strongly uh, suggest that you take note of those who voted yes against your personal well-being, health and well-being, because midterm elections are in 2018, and that is going to be the time where you get a chance to to vote your disapproval or vote your approval. You can let things continue to go the way they're going, or you can, you know, do something about it. Yeah, and those are the those are the uh, they're not the sexy election like I've said before. You know, Never the presidential are. election is like the sexy one. It gets all the coverage, and there's like the down you know, period. Yeah, there's like what two years of campaigning. It's the like they're campaigning forever. Yeah. But, but the midterm are- is the shit that matters. That's where you get the people in there, like the Ted Cruz's and the Paul Ryan's and the Labrador Retrievers. So this is when you have the <laughs> this is when you have the chance to like go in and say like, hey. Let's get you the fuck out. The same thing they did when they, um, the midterm election, when they got everybody out because of the ACA, because they didn't like it or Obamacare or whatever. They're going to kill you. Y'all ready for the second term, right? Because he's going to get another four years. It's possible. I've, I've, I've already started. I can't think. I've that. already, I mean, like, he's going to be George Bush again. I can't think it again, man. Uh, cause, you cause remember people, the days of George people, Bush? People double down on it. It's like, like, yeah, it was, yeah. But I, I would say, I, I would say, one of the things that helped George Bush get in the second time was nine eleven. So people had this perspective that we got attacked, which you know we had intelligence that said we we're going to get attacked. But I digress. Um, we got attacked. So it's like he's keeping us safe, and he's going after blah 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 because they had that whole machine about. Oh, we're going after the people that did it. Oh, no, wait. We're going after weapons of mass destruction. Oh, no, wait. We're going to free Iraqi people. Uh, we'll go for that one. <laughs> Third time's the charm. So I think that was kind of part of, you know, what helped him get a second a second leg up. Foolishness. American foolishness. American An American foolishness will lead us down another garden path. American foolishness. I'm, I'm hoping. I... I I can see how it could go to a second term. I can also see how it could go to an impeachment. I, I can see I can see it go a couple of different ways. Um, so then we got to deal with a second term from what Mike Pence. I don't know if Pence has it has because Pence is a, a different kind of nutty though. He's got some self loathing. I walk down Connecticut Avenue in my underwear holding a sign saying I was wrong for six blocks if they impeach his ass. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? I will walk down Connecticut Avenue in my underwear for six blocks with a sign saying I was wrong if they impeach his ass. Because as far as I'm concerned, he won't get a second term. <coughs> okay. Go to jail for what? I don't think he's done anything wrong. Okay. I don't, you don't white have to go to jail doing if you get what white man do. And, and everybody thinks that's cool. Yeah. Um, there, there, there are a number of things that he's clearly done. Um, he's, he's clearly... Uh, was supposed to have divested from all of his businesses, and he's chosen not to do Fuck that. You, I'm not doing no, he it. wasn't. He huh? ain't got no conflict of interest. That is a conflict of interest. I know you. He ain't got no conflict of interest. He's the president. Fuck you. I'm not doing it. Okay. For Next. the sake of this audience, <laughs> what I'm saying is that is a conflict of interest. That is that Next. is something that's been documented as a conflict of interest. The so president that, cannot have a conflict of interest. What are you talking about? Fuck you. I'm not doing it. So she does not want to have this conversation. This is what's happening. Okay. It's not even that. 
That's their argument. Their mm-hmm. argument. I that get the- that that's their argument, but I'm moving beyond their argument because that argument is some bullshit and we know it. So I'm trying to get beyond that. Like, it ain't no other know. argument to have because that's that's what everybody else is operating on because they done stopped talking about it. Mm-hmm. That's what the media is operating on now. Next. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm just saying it. who was talking about this shit. Fuck you. I'm not doing it. We are. Uh, Joe Madison, Karen Hunter, do their job. probably April Ryan. I don't know. If only Don Lemon would earn his paycheck. He has moments. He has moments. But what yeah. I've pointed out too. Yeah, yeah. But I think those are the two moments that he's had. Those are the two. Yeah, yeah. He just, Good he moments just worried, though. He's just worried about his trade status in these perilous times. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he think he might need some color folks for allies and shit. Mm. I don't know. Does he have a troubled sleep? Does he have like? Does he have a, like like? Do you think Don Lemon is in the sunken place? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I don't wonder if he has Stay troubled sleep. Woke. He live in the sunken place. Yeah. Sunken place. Can he avoid living condition. in the sunken place because he's in the media during these times? Is there a way, unless you like in like you know the the kente cloth daily or something like that? Can you? <laughs> that's not a real paper. I don't think. I hope that's not a real paper. It's possible. Yeah. If Greg Popovich can be woke, Don Lemon can. Let, let's talk about that. There, like for a very long time, I've been like anti Spurs, not because the Spurs were a bad team, and not because I didn't like Greg Popovich. It's just their brand of basketball. Is it's One very thing. fundamental. It's not the most exciting basketball to watch, but they play good defense. They play good offense. Or they play team ball. They play the way you're supposed to play, and they've been coached excellently for twenty fucking years, which is amazing. You know that a coach stays with a team that long, and they're recruiting, and then well, not they're recruiting, they're uh, drafting. Yeah, they're drafting, and and they're. Uh, Everything has just been like you know done in a stellar way. They are the the actual what the Patriots should aspire to be. You know if they weren't you know, like cheating assholes who like love Trump. Oh, um, I'm gonna say if they weren't racist. Well, you know that would be too easy. Um, so I just think that some of the stuff that Greg Popovich has said has been like, wow, Greg, I I didn't know, and I feel like I might need to get a Popovich jersey. I know they don't have one, but I feel like I should just just get one made. From NBA.com and just wear it. You know, I don't I don't know. Maybe one day he'll he'll be our head coach. We'll see. I don't know. But hmm. yeah, yeah. Um there, there there have been some people that have said some some things. It's like, wow, thank you. We appreciate it. But people like Greg Popovich are the ones who need to, I think, uh I almost sound like I said Papa Bitch. Um <laughs> people like Greg Popovich are are the type of individuals that need to help move this conversation forward because of their platform. And because he hasn't until recently um, felt the need or had the, the need to actually really make statements like that. But there have been a couple of head coaches in the NBA who have said things in the last year or so. Steve Kerr said some, some things, too. So I find it interesting and, and it's welcomed. What else we got on tap, man? Like the H- they, we, can, we can talk for a very long time about the HCA. Just, just, ladies and gentlemen, know that it's not in your best interest. I'm not saying that because I'm quote-unquote Democrat. I'm registered as a Democrat. I don't identify myself as a Democrat. I think it's the stupidest shit in the world to do so. Um, I'm a human being. 
And if something doesn't make sense to me, I'm going to question it. Um, if it's something that doesn't feel right to me, I'm going to say it doesn't feel right. And I'm going to explain why I don't feel it's right. And that's as simple as it should be. So um, from a human perspective, I don't think it's advantageous for anybody to be on board with this shit because it's not for you. Well, France did better than us. Um, <laughs> Emmanuel Macron has been elected the president of France with 65.1% of the vote. So yes. way to be better than us, France. Thank goodness. Great. They realized what was at stake. Yeah, so so there's, there's Britain, then Trump, then France. Okay, so you know things might start making, no? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, they had that, uh, what's her name? Le Pen. Marie Le Pen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were concerned, but nope. Emmanuel Macron. 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 Uh, so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's been elected, so way to be better than us again. Thank you, France. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate that. We needed that. We, we needed, needed that. that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a place to defect <sighs> and then get kicked out of, you know, things go really bad. France, you are also the real MVP. <laughs> to bring it yeah, back around. Thank you, French people. What else happened this week? So the other thing that happened this week is Roy Durwood Oliver. I don't know who that is. That's the white guy that shot 15-year-old Jordan Edwards. Okay. He was fired on Tuesday. Which is impressive because mo- most of the times they take a very long time and they just put him on administrative leave. So yeah, yeah. so he was fired. He was charged with murder, um, mm-hmm. and he posted a $300,000 bail, and that happened the same week that the Justice Department decided they were not going to bring federal charges against the officers in Baton Rouge in the death of Alton, Alton Sterling. Sterling. Yeah. Um, the officer that killed um, Walter Scott, this guy running South Carolina got shot in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Slagle, Slager, Slagle, Slagle. Um, I believe he is um, copping a plea and he's expected to get between one and 10 years in federal uh, penitentiary, but he can get as much as 25 years. He will not get life. Um, that's the speculation. But the fact that uh, former police officer Slagle is um, mm-hmm. uh, at least going to get some type of justice should be mildly comforting, but the, that is taking this long is still, you know, I'm just saying there've already been, hold up. I did write this down. So I want to make sure that I'm giving accurate numbers. How many bodies are we up to now? 339 people have been killed by police so far this year. And 10 of them have been under the age of 18. Jordan Edwards at 15 was the youngest. Yeah. And, this uh, is according to the Guardian. No, this is according to um, the Washington Post. Mm. Okay. And the Guardian is Sean King, right? No, the no. Guardian is a British newspaper. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think of which one. You know who Sean King is, though, right? Yes. They didn't yeah. even like New York. He might be something. Yeah, yeah. But he he's like been that. keeping track of that for a while now. He's been very like on top of that. Well, because you know it was a it was a big discussion last year, and I think then when. Agent Orange came in and he and all of his foolish Oompa Loompas started doing whatever bullshit they've been doing to the political system and the healthcare system. And, you know, it's kind of shifted the focus away from the fact that the police are still killing motherfuckers. Right. They are still killing folks. 339, as Lee said at the top of this show, today is May 5th of Mayo, 7th. 
Sorry. It's all good. It is May 7th. They have killed 339 people now. That's almost you more go, than that's more than one. If you got like one a day. You got seven more months to yeah, go. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not a good clip. No. No, no. And if you, go, if you go on, um, I've been to killbypolice.net, I think it is. But if I got this from the Washington Post. And if you go in, you can click and it'll go by, you know, that day by day, that person or person by person, because it's more than one per day. Um, and it'll tell you their their name, their age, their race, what they were, um, were doing when they were killed, like sitting in a car. Um, and they'll, they'll run down all the stats. I think it said one in five had some sort of issue with mental illness, which is also pre-existing condition. Uh, but you can buy a gun. So Yeah, you can buy lots of guns. You know, priorities. Yeah. So, yes, um, I'm going to try to be more diligent in bringing these numbers up every week because shit don't seem to that. be fading away. Yeah, I appreciate we're not that. Dis- we're not discussing it, we being the media, not we being us. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> we're definitely right. not media. Yeah, no, we're not. And the media has kind of like, oh, well, you know, this is the shiny new toy in the room. So they've been really focused on. Follow the laser light. Right. Yeah. They're following the laser light like idiot cats. Um which cats are not idiots. I really like cats, but all that to say, yes, they're still killing motherfuckers. Um, and three hundred and thirty-nine is a lot of people. Yeah. I, I'd like to submit the thought, and if if you feel differently, by all means, jump in. Um, but I believe that this has always been what it was. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I think it's just something. I don't know. I feel like because. Barack Obama was president for eight years. I feel like it was more of a thing in the spotlight where people were more aware, like, oh, this is happening now. And look at the post-racial times we're in. And I think some of us also kind of like, you know, well, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? And what are you going to do about it? So I kind of feel like now that Trump is the guy in office or whatever, it's kind of like, yeah, well, we've got cover now. So Yeah, and especially with Jeff Sessions... And Pulling back assent de- decrees, mm-hmm. yeah. Basically saying like, "Oh no, it's the police that are being targeted. It's, it's not the people the, they're murdering." The government know? doesn't need to be involved in civil rights issues. No, 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 no. Or <laughs> oh, the no, violation no, no, thereof. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Oh, we don't have to do really. No, 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 no. I had to watch that again. It's great. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what to say with regard to some of this stuff because when i try to speak about it i it's i i'm not typically one who gets emotionally like you know charged about things or whatever because i try to be logical and all that stuff but some of this shit just defies logic and principle and just just the smell test like come on man like i don't care what you identify as this can't make sense to you you know, it it can't make sense that the idea of shooting into a, a, a moving car with a rifle. With a rifle multiple times. And especially not knowing who you shooting at. Not knowing who you shooting at. Yeah, it it can't it can't this this why? Why is the first response, you know, when it comes to subduing black kids or black people in general, why is the first response reaching for your gun? Why is that okay? You know, afraid. you know, it's like, you know, and it's just one of those things like, you know, I, I, I felt like I was threatened. Like, but why did you feel you were threatened? Why? Why? 
the kid, the the, the I was about to say the kid, the young lady who was yoked up by that police officer at the pool party. You know, he 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 yokes his girl around, and there's a natural response is if you see somebody be mistreated, the natural response should be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And the first thing he did was he reached for his gun. Back the fuck up. Yeah, it's like it like there has to be some way, and and that's the reason why the dis, the consent decrees were so important that were being done across this country is basically saying, "Okay, we have an issue." You know, the the Justice Department, no, you know, no. released um, reports. On Ferguson and Baltimore and a couple other hotbeds where police corruption and police uh, uh, unfair treatment of police with the people that they police is obviously a thing. And you can't deny it because the Justice Department released this information. This is something that y'all found. Y'all did the research. So... When, you, when you're thinking about that, it's like, okay, when you're policing people, your first and main objective is to keep the peace. So if your your objective is to keep the peace, then why the fuck are you killing people? Because then they won't cause problems in the future. Some bullshit, man. I, I, I feel like I feel both of y'all y'all sarcasm today, and I love it. On any other, <laughs> this shit is not working for me today. I just I don't. I think well, I'm, maybe I'm slightly sleep deprived today. Some, but well, well, on some real shit, let's talk about white supremacists infiltrating law enforcement in the military. That is a very real thing. For years and That's years. That's the FBI have been trying to tell us about. Mm-hmm. And, we don't and in, in the it. highest levels of police departments and shit, mm-hmm. and it's been a thing on fire departments. Um, I think I, I think we talked about it some months back, but there's a firefighter, a black firefighter in New York somewhere, whatever. Not like city, but like some like suburb or some shit where his house was burned down because they didn't appreciate the fact that he's a black firefighter. Like, what the fuck type of shit is this? Like, like. Why does that matter? Like I'm just saying, we can't make America great again if we don't do this kind of stupid shit with killing niggas. The road to America's greatness is paved with dead black bodies, uh-huh. pre-existing others. conditions, others, <laughs> we'll say and others. bigotry. Yeah, we'll just say others. It's not just black people. We've always been like you know target number one, but you know let's you know now it's like let's throw some Mexicans in and. You know, well, Asian people don't make a lot of noise of right war. now, but you know, if they start getting chirpy or chesty, or whatever, we can start throwing them in too. So you know, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, this is. I mean, I can only speak for Black people because I'm Black, and that's my experience. I did notice that. Like, I did notice it's that. Black people who are consistently like, "Nah, man, y'all can't keep killing niggas." Now I don't know what other people do, mm-hmm. but I know that Black people stay mad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that native people stay mad too. It's mm-hmm. just that it ain't enough of them. And quite frankly, over here on this coast, we don't have enough of them because, oh, that's right. We moved them all to the Cross Midwest country. because they was inconveniencing us. So um, like, I feel like probably native people and black people are the only groups that I feel like consistently stay mad. I mean, I don't really see, you know, like mad Asian people out in the streets. I think, and and I don't want to, I don't want to miss South Asians. Hmm? I think South Asians definitely, maybe more, but I, I just, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to pick on any particular group. I, I didn't think take my it as point, that. I think my point is that, like, you know, 
black people are consistent in the nah man you can't treat people like this and i think that our struggle is you know consistently highlighted because we always in everybody's sight but i just wish people would realize that you know what i'm saying they need to be allies with us yeah all the time and what you do to the least of us you do to all of us including yourself so we've always been bottom of the total pole bottom of the bottom of the barrel the way we've been treated and the way we've been perceived and we've i don't think any other demographic has had to deal with and endure more than us in terms of like you know the shit that we've gone through and we still have some you know exceptional examples across the board in any field that you can throw out there you got Neil deGrasse Tyson you know if you want to say, because a lot of people want to talk about Oprah and LeBron. That's great. That's cute. But, you know, we got a lot of people doing it. You, you know, know what? Fuck that. Intelligentsia. Fuck, exceptional. Fuck exceptional black people. Ordinary We're exceptional in general. People. I'm not saying that. No, no, no. Let me let me just say this. Ordinary black people are exceptional because we don't fucking go out and try and kill white people every day. Hmm. <laughs> Period. End of story. Which the is the paranoia. Which is the paranoia. The fact that we as a population have not risen up. And don't systematically go out and commit mass shootings that target like, you know what I'm saying, the whitest places that you can find is what makes us exceptional as a fucking population. Which is the paranoia that some people have in the first place with regard to black people. Like they're, they're, they're going to because they know. Which at this point is ridiculous because it's been like, what, four, almost 500 years now. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. for the most part peaceful. We just want to live. Yeah. We just want to live. Just let us live. Indeed. Leave us alone. You know, we our, our needs and desires are no different from any other human beings. We want to be able to live comfortably and provide for those that we love and ourselves and be able to just do us. You and know? be left alone. And on top of that, like, who else in this country has made this country as flavorful as it is as us? Y'all fucking food wouldn't be as good. The Kardashians. Yeah, no. <laughs> fucking food wouldn't be as good. The language wouldn't be as as good, you know what I'm saying? Our born ass fashion wouldn't be as good. Everything we do in terms of this country, we've added our twist to it and made shit better. In every aspect. And nobody can deny that. Well, except for that one senator who tried to say that, you know, um white civilization is responsible for everything. We have given the world across. rock and roll, hip hop, Michael Jackson, Prince Quincy Jones. And print. And fucking basketball. And sneakers. Well, we We've made given them, shits them better. sneakers. We, gave, we made them shits better. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. Gonna, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, we so. made sneakers. No, well, I think we feel, I feel like we made sneakers cool, period. Yeah. I mean, but we did. I mean, that's across the board, though. Like, football was cool, I guess. But mm. football wasn't a football to Bo Jackson was trucking over motherfuckers and carrying three people on his back. Yeah, but the world don't care about football. The oh. world loves basketball. Oh, there are a lot of people in this country that care about football. Yeah. Baseball, too. A lot of people, hey, oh, say what you want to do. I didn't read the article, but I did see the headline that your friend Kurt Schilling said that um, Adam Jones was lying He's when full he of shit, said is those what he people said. <laughs> called him a mega. Yeah. Well, I told you, Kurt Schilling is... And he also works for Breitbart. So that's why I said. Oh, did I not know that? Yeah, I yeah, did yeah. not know that. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, that was my way of saying last week. Then when I say he's not one of ours, that kind of sounded kind of like I was being separate, separatist a bit. No, nah, I just don't fuck with Kirk Schilling. That was just my way of saying that without saying it. Um, yeah. 
he he said some things in some interviews over the years that are just like, mm, I question you, sir. Mm. Uh, I just don't <laughs> understand. Like, why would you think that he was lying? Period. One. Uh, Two, it's fucking Boston. But denial is such a strong thing. You know, and it, it, it's denial is perhaps the greatest weapon of the white male ego. It is, you know, because like it, it, it enables you to stay insulated in the things that no shit is not really that bad. There's yeah, motherfucker, it's that bad. Mm-mm. Yeah, like people are not gonna keep saying shit You're like just to say shit. No, what you just did right there—that's what it does. Mm-hmm. That right there. I'm exaggerating. That right there. It's not that much. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and even the, even when it got to the 19th, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I saw the article, but I was just like, and I saw the headline, and I was just like, mm-mm. I read it, and it said it's, it's a Breitbart affiliate of some sort or whatever. It's like, yeah, like, nope, mm, nope. I don't fuck with Kurt Schilling, never did. Not a real news outlet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Well, apparently they're positioning themselves in the whole fake news. The fact that Fox News is jumping on the whole fake news thing, which is kind of crazy because it's Fox News, and they're the ones put out the most fake news consistently. Like when they're not grabbing pussies. Mm. Oh, man. Well, I think I read somewhere, I don't know who said it, but it was some conservative that like they made a huge mistake. Like they made a serious miscalculation in their use of Fox News because now that we got this nut job in office, like they want to be able to say, hey, this is a real fact right here. And they can't because you can't say CNN is a real fact if you've been saying for years that they lie. So they're in a pickle. For now. I, 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 I simply feel like the idea of saying fake news and having something that's supposed to be a legitimate and established news organization feeding into that then only allows people to be further entrenched in their bullshit. It doesn't solve anything because at the end of the day, we at some point need to be able to have some level of uh, assurance that what we're being presented with has some kernel of truth in it. But when you start doing stuff like, oh, this is that's fake news. And what the fuck is... Th-? I'm sorry. I'm fake sorry. I'm news trying is like the curse. inquirer. That's fake news. Like, oh, alien found in L.A. pregnant with Miley Cyrus's unborn child. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's like. But you know what those are? We can't even call it fake news. Let's just call it what it is. Lies. Yeah. I mean, but that and that's the that's what that's. And and here's no what's what's crazy about this is in the days of COINTELPRO. When there actually was fake fucking news, the FBI was talking about Martin Luther King was the most dangerous man in America. He threatened, Lie. you know, the the Black Panther Party is the most dangerous organization in the world. Maybe five thousand Black Panthers across the entire country because the motherfuckers was doing exactly what George Washington did and said, "Hey, uh, taxation without representation—that's some bullshit. Uh, we don't like it. We don't like the fact that you get to kill us in our own neighborhoods with people that's supposed to be keeping the peace. That's not cool. You said we can bear arms. We're gonna bear arms. We're gonna do things. Oh, we're gonna feed our people. Why not feed our people? And the fact that the FBI came in and like you know did a whole bunch of just crazy shit Dirty, under Hoover, shit. under Hoover or whatever, making up shit like people robbing places that didn't exist." Yeah, I mean, this is documented in your own documents or whatever. Nobody yelled fake news at that time. Why? Because it didn't fucking go against what made people feel comfortable. I'm cussing a lot. I'm sorry. 
Embrace it. I'm tired. Embrace expletives. Come to the, the dark side. There are official terms for this. This is tradecraft here. Yeah, well, I, I'm just not a fan of it. I'm sorry. I mean, it's... <sighs> yeah. No, I'm saying it like that because these are the terms that we use, <laughs> you know, when we talk about foreign situations. <laughs> these are the words that we use when we're at war. You know, and so I think it should be understood by most Americans that America has declared war on black and brown people for forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it keeps people's eyes focused on something other than, you know, what's affecting them. If you can continue to look at people of color as there's they're the problem, they're the issue. You don't see your own self being taken advantage of. And this is the trick that's been pulled for the last 400, 500 years. And as Slim would say, this would be the time we get to say, well, the rich land-owning oligarchs that ran the country, that wrote the Constitution for them and to benefit them, this was never meant to benefit people of anything, of any like ethnicity or whatever, other than rich land-owning white folks, which want land-owning white men. Let's be, let's be clear about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that. So, because right. vaginas are only good for keeping the population together and and supporting their man and not saying anything outside of that. That's why the 1920s was kind of funny because white women were like, uh, we matter too, like, and they were like, hold on, motherfucker, wait, uh, bitch, who told you you matter? Uh, wait a second, uh, we just need you to just hold it down at home. That's pretty much it. Just stay there. Just need you to blow on it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Let's talk about the Nintendo cartridge. Yeah. There was an article I saw on Jezebel that was making comparisons to, is it the Handmaiden's Tale? Handmaid's Tale? The thing on Hulu. On Hulu, because there's the Handmaid's Tale and there's Handmaiden's Tale. That's the one on Hulu, Handmaiden's Tale. That's the one. Okay. Um, Which looks interesting. Yeah, I figure I'll check it out. But they were making comparisons to that and some of the laws that are trying to be um, put in place with this American Health Care Act thing. It was interesting. I didn't write anything down. So what you guys can do is head over to Jezebel and check that out. Well, I could say that because the whole, like, the whole concept of the handmaid's tale is that conservatives after some huge like terrorist attack take over america and in order to keep america safe they pass a bunch of laws and one of them is that women basically can't have any independence so like Mm -hmm. they basically belong to men and society at large i mean to the point where like they don't even like they can't even have their own names and this is the Handmaiden's Tale, Handmaid's Tale. I'm just gonna go to Jezebel and pull it up. Whatever now, one. Now the reason why I'm asking is because from what I understood in the had the Hulu series, I'll say that what I understood, and I could be wrong, uh, there was Whichever some type one. of in- incident where being able to bear a child became um a very rare thing. So the women that could uh bear children who were fertile were basically under the ownership pretty much. No, oh. everyone is under ownership. Women can't have bank accounts. They don't own their names. None of that, no matter what your status is. Okay. That's, that's just the status of women. But, right, because fertility is an issue, 
women have been classified and ranked according to, you know, social status, but then also fertility. Okay. So reading this from Jezebel, this is not me. The Handmaid's Tale, a book by Margaret Atwood that's currently one of Hulu's highest rated shows, is about a dystopian society in what used to be America where women's rights have been stripped away by the religious oligarchy. These include not, excuse me, allergies on 100. These include not letting women hold jobs, have their own bank accounts, or control their own bodies. So then it goes on to list, I think it's 10, ways that the current laws or thoughts with uh, the Republicans are being, thank you so much, um, put into place and how it is similar to The Handmaid's Tale. I'm going to take a sip of water because right now my throat feels like it's like lava (laughs) flowing down my throat. (laughs) Giggity. (laughs) No? Okay. That's a giggity. That's the worst feeling. So some of the things they list requiring fetuses to get funerals and other anti-abortion regulations. They mentioned the Roe versus Wade trigger laws. This is just wrong. Making vibrators and sex toys illegal, which apparently is a real thing. What? Which is crazy because conservative Christians buy more sex toys than any other demographic. Denying birth control based on age and number of children, getting fired for sexually arousing their bosses. Excuse me? Forced parental rights for rapists, which, you know, we know is a real thing. I just want to mention a Maryland delegate, a woman delegate from Maryland. They call her female, but I hate that word. We're not talking about animals. Has tried for nine times to get rape victims full custody rights over their children. And it's been shot down by an all-male. I'm okay with using male, though. Say that again? <laughs> I'm just going to read the sentence. In Maryland, a female delegate tried for the ninth time to get rape victims full custody rights over their children. So the victims, the, the mothers. I got raped. I want to have full custody over my child. This is just a scenario. This is just a scenario. This is just a scenario. And I have to, um, no, I can't have full custody. I got to take myself and my baby to jail to visit his rapist daddy. He has rights. He's the father. And this is a That's that's what that amounts to. In Maryland, she keeps, nine times she has asked, like, can we just give them rights? And nine times the all-male panel in the General Assembly ran out of time and was able, unable to move forward with the bill. It's not just Maryland, though. There are other places where... Can I, can I make a comment? Because a rapist has rights. A he rapist has, has rights. May, may, I, may I make a, a comment? hmm Something that I think that we all need to start seriously considering is one of the ways we can start making real changes to this country is... On the local and state level, we need to start having the people that represent us look like the people in our communities. Um, The fact that there are so many white men in the Senate and in Congress when they're not the, 
they're, they're not the majority they're not demographic. Right. It's, it's not indicative <clears throat> of what's going on. We need to have more people, uh, more women involved. We need to have more people of color involved, uh, more people, women of color involved in this process. And we need to have some people step up. I've been silently thinking about maybe like like starting to consider the idea of getting informed enough to uh, maybe go for like a school board, something like that. I don't know. I've been I've been thinking about it. Um, well, that's one of the the things that <clears throat> some of the people involved with Black Lives Matter have said. Like you know, these protests they're just not enough. They're they're great and they're cute and everything, but they're not enough. So we need to now shift our focus from just protesting to actually trying to run for some sort of political office policies because that's mm-hmm. where it lies. And honestly. Um, a lot of the craziness that's going on with uh, the current administration on the presidential level, it's unfortunate, it's embarrassing. A lot of it doesn't necessarily trickle down to where you live locally unless uh, your politicians are assholes who are lock- in lock and step with him. Like We live in a state right now or in an area right now, talking about myself, Takia, and, and Kay Savage, uh, we live in an area... Where we're not really going for a lot of that bullshit. <laughs> so it's like a lot of this stuff is not gonna fly here, but it's still upsetting because it still impacts all of us and we understand that. But um at the same time, I, I think that it's it's getting to the point where I've been someone who just I don't like politics because it's bullshit. I don't like bullshit. I like to be able to say when something is bullshit when it's not. I don't like to have to be able to like, you know. Find yeah, some like, nice way. Shit. Yeah, like, like like if something is fucked up, you should be able to say it's fucked up. Unless and a lot of the stuff that we've been doing lately to ourselves and to the people that we're supposed to love. And, and the bad thing about it is people still want to consider themselves Christians. But, you know, even after Jimmy Kimmel made his address on, on, on TV about his newborn son with a hole in his heart and having to have surgery to operate on something, which you don't know if a newborn is going to be strong enough to pull through some shit like that. So for somebody to have their newborn child go through that and, you know, make that very passionate speech, whether you disagree with them or not, you don't, as a formal lawmaker, say, sorry, I don't feel like I should have to pay for your child's health. There's a formal lawmaker that did that. So I, it's just I, I'm, I'm, I'm just at a loss of words these days with, in terms of how, like, evil people are, because some of this shit is just evil, y'all. So along that same vein, <clears throat> and I don't recall the state, but Damn. there's, you know what? <laughs> Sorry. Um, there's a state that gives doctors the rights to not tell women if their children are going to be born with birth defects so that you can, if you wanted to, mm-hmm. have the option to terminate the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So the doctor doesn't have to tell you, but then this child is born with a pre-existing condition that you now have to spend all this money that you probably, <clears throat> you may or may not have to take care of this child that maybe you would not have had if you knew this child was going to have these very serious birth defects. Mm-hmm. How about fuck money? How about Maybe I just don't want to be tied to a child for the rest of my life. This How about true. maybe I just want a child that is actually has a better chance at growing up and being independent. How about maybe I don't think I can handle the emotional or the physical burden. You know, like I just feel like there may be a lot of reasons why that shit is overwhelming. I mean, people 
who go through autism diagnosis, you know what I'm saying? Because we have stats on them. Divorce (laughs) is one of the number one consequences of an autism diagnosis. So, I mean, like, you know, there's a whole bunch of reasons why somebody may not want to have a child with special needs that are so severe that we are checking for them um, in utero. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been a significantly somber yet informational. (laughs) Wasn't just me bringing the room down this time. Hey, man, sometimes it's just it is what it is. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, I'd rather know than not know. Even though sometimes I'd rather not know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just I, not been a fun week. It, in, in it hasn't been. It hasn't been. But it, it it is what it is. And one of those things is it's good to talk about these things. Um, again, one of the uh, of original mandates that I had for this initiative, which is Flash Black, was I didn't want to just uh, talk about something and not ever provide solutions. So again, I wanted to stress, please uh, take note of who voted yes for this particular passage of the bill in the House and see about getting them out of office if they voted yes for that, because they're not voting in your interest. Whether or not you think they're Republican or not, find a different Republican. But you know, these 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 jokers need to go, man, because they're not voting in your best interest, whether you think they are or not. Just because they look like you don't mean they for you. I never for one instance thought that Michael Steele was for me. <laughs> I didn't. And I don't think Michael Steele is all bad, he's not, but I don't think he's all good. <laughs> huh? I said, he's not for you and neither is his daughter. Yeah. So I, I, just, I just wanted to throw it out there. Also, uh, getting more involved, perhaps consider... Running for office yourself, even if it's just local level. Some of these positions are paid positions, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so just throwing that out there, too. But, uh, yeah, uh, I guess the, the, the suggestion I have for this week is to be aware, of course, at all times, but also to consider getting more involved, although it might be something that you might not want to do. It might be something worth worth considering. And a lot of these local elections don't take a lot of votes, honestly. Sometimes people right. get a thousand votes and they get into office because nobody really cares to vote about this shit on a local level. But mm-hmm. it's important. So if you have a good friend network and supportive people and you really are committed to doing something <clears throat> locally to make things better for all the people in your community, then I would strongly suggest that you consider running for some type of office. With that being said, I thank you so much for listening, as always. My name is Da Vinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett III. T. Rich, a.k.a. I'm going to go get me some tea and some hoes. K. Savage. Bye, friends. All right. And we thank you so much for listening. Again, this is Shit You Might Have Missed on www.flashblackradio. You can check us out on the aforementioned website. Uh, You can also check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, but whatever. Um, and also please continue to check us out on, um, at flash black radio and at flash black news on Twitter, um, and follow the hashtag S Y M H M. That's for shit you might've missed. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes on there, but definitely follow us on Twitter. It's a lot of good information that, um, I'm throwing out there. Oh, one quick thing I did want to throw out there. Um, I read a cool article last week that I forgot to promote, um, in um, this this podcast, and that was they're currently working on stem cell technology, and this is not necessarily new, but I still think it's cool. 
um, but they're working on stem cell technology for people who have arthritis and they're the way the stem cells would work is they would mimic the effect of cartilage, but the cartilage would react um, to the actual arthritis itself. So it would actually be like inflammation proof almost. So like it would only react when you had inflammation to counter it so instead of having to take medication. And they were saying the application could be different depending upon your condition. So if you had diabetes and your insulin, level, insulin levels lowered or um, went up too much, then your body, because of the stem cells, can then adjust its own insulin levels. Oh, so, so I think that's kind of cool. And, you know, like, you know, follow stem cell research because it could, you know, like, you know, a lot of people know somebody has been affected by diabetes or arthritis or other, you know, chronic conditions that are pretty common. You know, follow this shit, man. It can really make a difference down the line for not just you, but maybe your kids or your, you know, kids' kids. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I ask you to stay tuned. And uh, yeah, tell your friends. Leave us ratings, as, as Christy says. Vote for us. Yes, rate and review us, Vote please. Vote for us. And uh, yeah, yeah. Please always, please always listen, share, and discuss. Until next time, stay blessed. Peace. Peace.